1520 WAMV, and we continue with the morning show, as well as 103.1 and some news you can use. And right now we have found out that there are some new treatments uh, for chemotherapy and the side effects that come with it. Uh, Dr. Lem is with us, and so is Montessa, and uh, we uh, are looking forward to hearing about this new information that they have to share. Um, Dr. Lem, I'll start with you. Um, we need to know uh, that there's many people out there that are experiencing those negative side effects of chemotherapy, and some even say that the uh, treatment that they are getting uh, is really um, going from bad to worse for the disease. Uh, tell us, how, how can uh, some of these new treatments handle the side effects for some people with chemotherapy? Absolutely. You know, many people have seen loved ones struggle with the side effects of chemotherapy or perhaps have even personally experienced it themselves. Uh, these side effects often include hair loss, significant fatigue, and low blood counts, which can be life-threatening. So we're really excited to have a new drug that can help reduce some of these debilitating side effects, thus making chemotherapy potentially safer and more tolerable for our patients. And um, how does this new treatment work exactly? Well, chemotherapy works by killing the fast-growing cells in our body, and, and these are actually the cancer cells that, that, that we're actually trying to target. Unfortunately, there can be some collateral damage in that good cells are often impacted, such as the white blood cells that fight infection and red blood cells that help carry oxygen uh, throughout our blood. So this new treatment is given before chemotherapy has started uh, and in a way temporarily puts those good cells to sleep so that they can be protected from the collateral oh, damage. neat. Yeah, that absolutely. Is, that I mean, is really, it's someone's done some serious work to find that out. And, and so um, how, do, how do they put these cells to sleep? Well, I know it's, in the, it's just fascinating, right? In, in the the um, scientific advances that we're able to make um, it, it, it works by shutting off one of the, um, the, the molecular pathways that these good cells depend on to, to stay active. So it kind of uh, gives them a little bit of a sleeping pill for a little bit, and, um, but it's temporary. So the timing is just right such that they get to take a little siesta while the uh, harmful chemotherapy is in the system, and then they'll wake up um, afterwards. Oh, how neat. Um, now, um, is there uh, other treatments uh, in research for this? Yeah, you know, lung cancer research is happening every day. Uh, I often tell my patients that we've made more progress in lung cancer in the past five to seven years than the previous 30 years combined. So on the whole, patients with lung cancer are living longer than we've ever seen, and, and that's because of research. Um, and one major what's the impact for the patient when they have this uh, experiments uh, on, on this particular uh, path of putting these cells to sleep and then waking them up and, and um, how, how is that working out for the patients? No, it's, it, 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 it's, it's wonderful in that, you know, by putting these, uh, by protecting these good cells from the chemotherapy, we, uh, the studies showed that it really decreases the rate of uh, low blood counts um, which then reduces the rate of um, significant infections or fatigue and, and associated side effects that our patients undergoing chemotherapy often have to endure. So it's, um, it's really a welcome tool in our 
toolbox for our patients. Well, that is wonderful. Uh, my father-in-law had uh, small cell lung cancer, and, you know, they did a whole lot of treatments for him, but unfortunately it just it just didn't take care of it all. Um, so it's, you know, it's kind of a, back then it was a more serious kind of a death sentence back then. Um, how important is the new treatment for lung cancer patients who are diagnosed with small cell lung cancer? Is there any research out there for treatments that could benefit for those those people and those patients? Yeah, it's really important for our small cell lung cancer patients because, uh, you know, as as you know, um, from your father's experience, uh, chemotherapy is such a critical part of our treatment for that disease. Uh, this new chemo-protecting uh, drug um, is FDA-approved only for small cell lung cancer, but there are ongoing clinical trials looking at this approach for other cancers as well, including breast cancer, colon cancer, and bladder cancer. And when did this option become a... Well, it was FDA approved in February, so um, so currently available for our small cell lung cancer patients. Wow, that was not too long ago. That's that's remarkable mm -hmm. that we have gotten that far so fast. Yes, the you know the the the, um, the pace of of advancement in, in lung cancer has really been been wonderful to 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 watch and be a part of over the past uh, decade or so, and so uh, it, it's just um, uh, really indicative of the progress that's being made. Uh, Montessa, uh, can you share with us uh, your small cell lung cancer and uh, tell us your story, please? Sure. At the age of 28, after two misdiagnoses, an x-ray would finally reveal that I had a tumor the size of a cantaloupe on the left side of my chest. It would cover three-fourths of my lung after being misdiagnosed twice in the ER, finally did an x-ray and found the tumor. That would oh, be goodness. two twice? Um, a diagnosis. <laughs> yes, twice, two, two different locations and twice misdiagnosed, and those two places never did an x-ray. So oh. it, my visit to the ER would finally have an x-ray and reveal a mass in my lung. Um, and I had to see it for myself because I was thinking I did not want to stay in the hospital for any type of treatment. So, yes. And I and was immediately hospitalized and um, was immediately hospitalized and um, had to have chemotherapy treatment and radiation and some of the same side effects that Dr. Lamb was talking about I experienced. I'm sure. Um, what is it like for you to go through chemotherapy, and, and can you tell us about some of the uh, side effects and what you think about the new breakthrough that you have? Oh, yeah, so I had hair loss, um, and by far the worst, I also had to have a blood transfusion because my counts were um, low, and then it had to, I had to have shots, the treatment, you know, to increase my red blood cells and the um, white blood cells. And I also, the fatigue by far was the worst experience. I think, um, you know, going from 28, pretty mobile, active, to struggling to walk around the corner in my apartment complex at the time to go to a neighbor's house and being exhausted by the time I came back to my own apartment was a life changer. So I think these new treatment options that will minimize a lot of those side effects, we talk about quality of life. 
this will just improve um, the quality of life for patients and improve outcomes for them. I'm excited. Well, that is wonderful. Yes, I can only imagine you're only 28. That is, that is just, I mean, what a, what a shocking thing at such a young age to have to deal with. Yes, life as you know it. Um, well, you know, at work one day and then the coworkers are like, where are you? You know, it's a, it's a life adjusts in the moment, you know, here one day and almost out of the picture the next. Um, when you learned that you had lung cancer, uh, were you surprised how little research had been done in the past? I was. I started doing Google Research Doctor, and I looked up um, – and I saw that the trajectory for the d disease, just like you were talking about your father-in-law, hadn't changed much. You know, the, the prognosis was still um, limited. You know, it wasn't high rates. They still, nothing had really changed. You know, you had the same treatment options at that time, one size fits all. And I turned my anger into advocacy and said, you know, here we are. This cancer kills more people than breast, prostate, and colon combined. It's not just a smoker's disease. I was a non-smoker diagnosed, a young person that they misdiagnosed twice, and something needs to be done. So I, I cannot my believe that they missed that advocacy. twice. <laughs> yeah. I, 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 I'd, I'd have ER somebody's head at that point. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you yeah. handle it well. Yeah, the ER. Thank you. The ER couldn't believe it either. I, I think I was the talk of the water cooler, you know, a, a new experiment for everyone. <laughs> I'm sure, and I hope somebody really got seriously reprimanded for missing it twice. <laughs> Goodness. Oh, yes. I... <laughs> so why is research funding so vital? Like Dr. Lamb was saying, I've had a unique opportunity because I was diagnosed in 2006 to sit here for the last 14 years going on 15 in December, and wow. seeing the needle change, especially in these last five to seven years, um, just excitement down the pike. And, and some of that, of course, has shifted for patients diagnosed with what we call non-small cell lung right. cancer, but also small cell lung cancer is what I've been, um, I'm just advocating for lung cancer patients in general. And, and, and it's just exciting to see that. And it's happened because of research. So organizations like Lung Cancer Foundation of America are we're doing great work and advocating for the cause and showing stories of hope, showing people living with lung cancer and thriving and using their voices to advocate for patients that will come behind us. Well, that is so I wonderful. I urge you to find more um, information. Yeah. And, and so where can people go for more information? Yes, um, we would love to have you join our cause and and be able to fund more research by going to Lung Cancer Foundation of America, and their website is lcfamerica.org, or texting LCFA to 41444. Well, we thank you both very much for being with us today and uh, for you sharing our story with us and sharing this very important information, Dr. Lamb. Thank you both. Thank you for having us.